I couldn't figure out why we'd stopped. The surging crowd pressed in on me tighter and tighter. It was then I felt a small tug on my pants. Instinctively, I quickly reached into my pocket, only to find myself holding another man's hand. I'll let you know what happened coming up next. Helping you grow deeper on your spiritual journey. Welcome to The Inner Life with Patrick Conley. Hello and welcome to The Inner Life, the show that's all about spiritual direction, gaining a bit of guidance and help for this day's walk of faith. I'm Patrick Conley, your host, and the episode I was just recounting took place in the crush to get on the subway in St. Petersburg, Russia, many years ago. I was the victim of an attempted pocket-picking, but the would-be thief wasn't able to get his hand out of my pocket before I knew what was going on. When I first touched his hand, I reeled around and looked him square in the eye, and I'll never forget the face that was seemed to be equal parts scorn, hating me that I'd caught him, and indifference, almost daring me to try to make a scene. He called out to a colleague who had been specifically holding up the line so that I wouldn't notice his thievery amongst the jostling crowd closing in on me, and this colleague then moved out of the way, and then they both were gone. But I was seething. I was so angry and upset. I just wanted to slug the guy, quite frankly. And it took a while for the rage to subside. But even when it did, his face was still etched in my memory. And every time I thought of it, my anger was rekindled. Well, fast forward months, or maybe it was even a couple of years later. And I'm now at a group retreat And our leader is leading us through a time of Lexio Divina, a way of praying the scriptures, using Psalm 23. And as I heard and then reheard verse 5, specifically, you spread the table before me in the sight of my foes, something happened. I pictured the face of my pickpocket. Uh, At first, the anger again started to roil up within me. Then... It was followed quickly by a feeling of smugness as I pictured myself able to help myself to this sumptuous feast prepared by the Lord himself at a table spread with food, while he, behind me, hungrily looked on, deprived. I turned to smirk tauntingly at him. But when, in my mind's eye, I again saw his face, I had a flood of unexpected feelings. Pity, compassion, love. And in my imagination, I turned back to the Lord and asked, Would it be okay if I invited him up to the table with me? And the Lord seemed to smile softly and reply, I was hoping you would ask. I firmly believe that the Lord used that Lexio Divina prayer to make me realize that for those many long months and years, I had been withholding forgiveness. And even though I didn't realize it, it was eating away at me and my ability to love God and others. And that's what withholding forgiveness does. It eats away at us, not least because it is diametrically opposed to the very nature of God and the divine life within us. But that said, it's not easy. It's tough. It's so difficult. 
that it's a good thing. We've got some help as we delve into the practice of offering forgiveness today here on The Inner Life. So let's welcome back to the program Father Tom Wilson, who is the pastor of All Saints Catholic Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, which is a southern suburb of the Twin Cities and part of the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis. Father Wilson, welcome back. Good to be with you. It's great to be back with you, Patrick. Welcome to uh, Full Time on The Inner Life. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. It's quite an honor and a privilege, and it's good to be with you again as well. Uh, let's start off in this whole idea of offering forgiveness or just forgiveness in general. Why, Father, is Lent a great time to be focusing in on this topic? Yeah, it's a great question, Patrick. And, you know, if you uh, were at Mass this morning or do some reflection on the readings outside of outside of Mass, the Gospel today was uh, Peter asking Jesus how much they should forgive. Uh, and essentially, Jesus gives a uh, gives the infinite response that um, uh, to because we have received uh, generously from God, his mercy and forgiveness, we are expected then to uh, to share it with others. Uh, I think that we know uh, in in our hearts, uh, there's there's an awful lot that we need to forgive. There's uh, what um, a former associate of mine used to call unfinished business in in our life, which often relates to uh, reconciling and in healing relationships in 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 our life. Uh, Lent is that time of reflection within our hearts of, of those things that need to be uh, purified, things within us that that need to grow. Uh, no better time for us than to uh, look at our life, uh, examine uh, areas that are still wounded uh, and people that we uh, still may need to uh, forgive. And I would add forgive completely. Um, mm -hmm. And I think we'll probably get into this in our uh, in our conversation within the hour. But um, forgiveness often is a it's a it's a journey. Uh, it starts and then and then we uh, might take a step back and have to have to do it again uh, in order to go deeper and deeper. But Lent is a Lent is a perfect time as we prepare for uh, Jesus' resurrection to uh, to purify our hearts of those places that are still cluttered with unforgiveness. Right, right. Well, and may we may it be so for all of us. I I know that, uh, like you said, it is something that. It's not necessarily, for us humans at least, it's not necessarily a one-and-done type of thing that we, we do realize we have to go deeper, which we will get into. I'm just uh, thinking back to, um, you mentioned the Mass reading for today. Um, specifically, I'm thinking of the, the parable uh, that Jesus tells about uh, the person who's uh, deciding to settle accounts with his servants. And, of course, we have the, the debtor who owed him a huge amount. He forgives that debt. Um, and then... Uh, he goes out and does not forgive a debt there. Um, what does it mean or what ways might we be tempted to be like this wicked servant? Um, and what are those factors that would contribute to us um, not offering forgiveness even when we have um, received forgiveness? Yeah, I think um, I think there's a couple of things there, uh, Patrick. There's, uh, there's, a, there's a reality that... Um, uh, we often readily receive things without then sharing them. I mean, yeah. that is just, unfortunately, it's part of the dark side of our of our human condition. God has blessed us in abundance in, in many ways. And uh, we have this tendency to fall to a temptation that 
that suggests that I deserve this, I worked for this uh, in order to, to, to kind of cloud uh, our responsibility then to, to, to share what God has given to us with, mm-hmm. with others. And mercy and forgiveness is no exception. We, we depend on God for his, his mercy, uh, and then we're grateful to, to receive it, but then we fall in this, in this tendency uh, to, to not want to, to share it, maybe because it hurts too much, maybe mm-hmm. because we don't think the other person deserves it. Uh, mm-hmm. all, sorts of, all sorts of things can, can, can well up within us to, uh, to tempt us, frankly, uh, to withhold forgiveness and um, in so doing, it kind of poisons our own heart. With mm-hmm. withholding forgiveness, poisons our uh, poisons our heart. And um, you know, uh, heaven knows, Patrick. There's there's more hurt and pain in the world than uh, there's no shortage of it. There's just right. no shortage of it. And wounded people, and and so as as people who have been wounded and maybe wounded by others. Uh, we forget in our woundedness that forgiving is actually a path to healing. Yeah, yeah, and that's a great thing to remember, especially, uh, in, like as you said, during this Lenten season, and that uh, if we're looking for healing, if we're looking for a way to grow in our relationship with the Lord, offering forgiveness can be um, a great path to trod. So we are talking about forgiveness today here on The Inner Life with our spiritual director, Father Tom Wilson. And uh, we, if you have a story of a time that you have offered forgiveness and it's been healing to you, or perhaps you've even received forgiveness and uh, that had a profound effect on your life, um, a forgiveness from another person, Give us a call. Join the conversation, 888-914-9149, 888-914-9149, or send us an email. Our email address is relevantradio.com. And, Father, we do have Brenda, who's calling in from Denver, Colorado, to uh, join the conversation. So, Brenda, welcome to The Inner Life. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Um, good morning, Brenda. I was mugged, actually, two days ago, and oh I thought really hard about this. And I found a prayer of forgiveness. I Googled it and found a prayer of forgiveness and said it for this person. And I let it go because it helped me. And I don't know the circumstances of the other person, of whether they needed food, whether I don't know. You know, they could have used it for drugs for all I know. But I found that it was very soothing for me. And I hope that, you know, God brings them some kind of solace and some kind of I don't know. I, I just had to let it go. It wasn't worth holding on to, and I wanted to let it, some kind of prayer of forgiveness go out to this person and hopefully reach them in some way. Praise God, Brenda. Thanks for thanks for sharing that. It's got to still be pretty raw in you to have experienced this thing just a, just a couple of days ago. Um, it's it's I would call it heroic that just that 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 quickly afterwards. Um, you're you're looking into your own heart and understanding your own need to to let it go. The the root uh, meaning of, of forgive is is to let go uh, and, uh, and 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 move forward without you know not not dismissing the the seriousness of of what happened to you in that in that crime. Uh, but being willing to uh, being willing to forgive and and uh, do the best thing that you can for that person, which is to which is to pray for them, 
and and even even acknowledging uh, the the wounds that are going on, going on in that person's heart by asking for um, asking for healing or maybe even being compassionate about the the situation. But regardless of that, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray that that. Uh, that that first act and, and words of forgiveness for you, Brenda, are uh, something that will will continue to to bring you uh, bring you healing. And mm-hmm. um, you know, it's the the healing's probably not completely there yet. Um, but your your willingness to to forgive is that is that first and very important step. Yeah, thank you, Brenda, for being vulnerable. Let's all let's all just promise to pray for you and um, and for your for your assailant as well. Let's make sure that uh, that he or she was drawn in or is drawn in closer to the Lord um, through your generous act of forgiveness. So uh, we will pray for you, Brenda. And Father, that brings up a question too. In that in our society, you know, we tend to be uh, very feeling driven. You know, and we tend to judge results based on feelings. But I think Brenda's story, just hearing some of the emotion in her voice yet, and I mean, it's it's very raw, as you said. It's very recent. Um, sometimes we can say, well, I offered forgiveness, but I don't feel any different. You know, I don't feel a gulf better, or there's still hurt going on. There's still thoughts of, you know, anger or something like that. Um, but those aren't always a great indication, are they? I don't think so. I think you're exactly right. And when we when we talk about the uh, act of forgiveness as a as a process uh, more than a moment, uh, we're getting right into into exactly what you're referring to. Uh, we we tend to think, okay, if I'm feeling okay, then I must have forgiven. If I'm not feeling okay, maybe something is is not quite there. But I think that in for example, with, with Brenda's call, um, the fact that she's she may still be angry about getting mugged uh, doesn't mean that she hasn't forgiven. I mean, mm. that's 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 something to be legitimately angry about. Uh, but her willingness to to forgive puts her on the uh, puts her on the path to uh, to, to healing. Um, forgiveness is an act of the will. I mean, it really is. It's an act of the will. It's not an act of of, of emotion. Um, emotions might contribute to us being able to more easily act on the will, uh, but but it is an act of the will, and it is not dependent on on any particular emotion that we might be feeling at uh, at any at any given moment. And for us to understand that ourselves uh, is is very important. It will uh, it will help us be frankly, more gentle with ourselves if we if we start to remember and get get angry that somebody did something to us uh, uh, some time ago uh, and, and and be patient with ourselves as that healing uh, continues within us. All right. All right. Very good. Well, again, Brenda, thank you for the call. Let's go over to Susan, who's calling in from San Diego, California. Good morning, Susan. Welcome to The Inner Life. Hi. Good morning. Um, wow. I don't know why I turned the radio on. It wasn't one of those things, you know, I just said, Oh, I think I'll see what's happening. Anyways. Um, my husband left our family seven years ago and we're older, you know, our kids were already grown and everything. And, um, but that was kind of hard to take. And I, uh, definitely wasn't forgiving at that point. And throughout the years, uh, I, it had to, we have a, I have a spiritual director who was telling me just every time you have those kind of thoughts of, you know, anger or whatever, just, um, yeah, pray for him, pray for them that, um, you can, uh, you know, 
forgive. And it, it didn't, it only just happened <laughs> this year. Somewhere during the, the, the journey, I, um, I realized that I had to um, ask God to heal me first or like fix me from all my things. Because another thing over time, I finally came to the conclusion that he's flawed. I was flawed, more, more flawed, you know, and that everyone does whatever they do. And um, the bottom line is that once I said, you know, just I, I was just over it, feeling bad about it. You know what I mean? About what happened and everything. All of a sudden things started happening and now we're reconciling, you know, and it was seven years. And then, Father, you were saying that the, the reading today about the seven times seven, and I'm going to, it's been seven years. And so that was kind of interesting, though. But it just, it did take a long time. And I, I had to ask, um, you know, the, the other person is, is um, from a different culture and doesn't have, um, isn't like any Christianity. But I had to, you know, I was just praying all of a sudden for the light of Christ to be on them so they could see what they're doing, you know, and then the whole thing kind of boo, it blew up. And um, over time, you know what I mean? I just had to really honestly believe in my heart that, um, you know, I had to be healed of my everything that I had done, you know, oh. anyway, that, that, so that's kind of all I had to say. Yeah. <laughs> but well, it got this work and it might take a while, but, you know. Yeah. Thank you very much for sharing, Susan. That's a, that is a wonderful example of, um, the progress, if you will, of, of, of forgiveness and, and healing and eventually possibly reconciliation. Um, it obviously had to be uh, very, very painful for, uh, for you to have your husband uh, walk out on your, on your marriage and your, and, and your family and, and certainly understandably so, and which uh, an experience that, that far, far too many people in our, in our culture uh, experience. And, but and you, it sounded like you you did the work, if you will. You mm -hmm. did the you did the work of of examining kind of what happened, and uh, even within your own pain, recognizing uh, your own your own experience and 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 reality, and especially uh, to to pray for him. And you know, forgiveness uh, forgiveness and reconciliation are not the same thing. I think this is a good place for us to. To, to point that out, uh, reconciliation is is uh, is bringing it back together. Um, not all forgiveness will lead to reconciliation. It may, and we we're um, we're thanking God, um, uh, Susan, that that your uh, the forgiveness that you uh, found in your heart uh, is now is now leading on a path to to reconciliation, and that is uh, that that's fantastic and just a great testimony of. Of God's grace uh, working in working in your life. So, uh, thank you for sharing that and and giving us the the, the opportunity to, uh, to to talk about uh, the the process and and the fact that it may take time. I mean, you know, I I, I think that um, you know there's a there's a short little prayer uh, uh, sort of paraphrased. It's like, Lord, give me the give me the words to to forgive and help my heart to follow. Um, the first step is the first step is the words, uh, but that the heart dimension of it uh, may take time, and and it's okay, and it's important, I think, to to acknowledge it. Now, seven years later, you're on the you're on the precipice of potential reconciliation. That is a, a fantastic um, uh, testimony and and witness to God working in your life. Yeah. 
and we are grateful too, Susan, that you turned on the radio, that uh, the Lord prompted you in that way, and then you called in as well to share your story. Thank you for doing that. As well, if you have a story to encourage and inspire the rest of us about how you were able to offer forgiveness through the grace of God, of course, to someone who has wronged you, uh, or if you have a question about offering forgiveness, or if indeed you have received forgiveness from another person and have a story about the profound effect that has had on your life, give us a call and join the conversation, 888-914-9149, we got to take a short break, but we're going to be back with more of The Inner Life right after this. Stick around. Battling Addictions our sponsor, St. Gregory Recovery Center, can help you or a loved one live a substance-free life. Information at RelevantRadio.com Gregory. That's RelevantRadio.com Gregory. Welcome back to The Inner Life here on Relevant Radio relevantradio.com and on the Relevant Radio app, where today we are talking with our spiritual director, Father Tom Wilson from the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis about forgiveness, specifically offering forgiveness. And Father, we've had Virginia patiently waiting from Chicago with a question that I think would probably pertain to most of us, if not all of us. So Virginia, welcome to The Inner Life. Virginia, are you there? Okay, perhaps we've uh, we've lost Virginia, but uh, if she isn't able to make it back on the air, then I will I will tell you her question. Okay, Virginia, are you there? Hi. Hi. Yes. Welcome. Hi. How do you forgive someone who doesn't acknowledge any wrongdoing, and you have to deal with this person every day of your life? Mm. Wow, that's a uh, thank you for asking that question, Virginia, uh, because I think what you have what you have addressed is something that probably um, almost all of our listeners uh, have dealt with uh, if they're not dealing with it in the uh, in the immediate moment. And um, what you're what you're presenting to us is might be one of the one of the most difficult scenarios of of forgiveness because you know we live in a we live in a world of of quid pro quo of of contracts and you do one thing and I do another and then and, and justice and and all those sorts of things which tend to uh, tend to be linked to to meeting out uh, equality and, and and all those sorts of things and, and and balance and and all that which is good in many circumstances uh, and we often look for that we all often look for that in uh, the the process of forgiveness as well that um, if you are sorry, I will I will forgive you. Uh, if you acknowledge, uh, then I will forgive you. And I will be very honest. I think it's a lot easier probably for us to forgive people uh, when they are actually sorry. Um, and uh, but the truth is that um, when when Jesus gives us that command to forgive. Uh, he he doesn't qualify it with when they're sorry, when they recognize, when they have repented, then forgive. He says he says to forgive without qualification, without exception, and and so um, 
it may be more difficult. I think I think humanly, most of us would would, would acknowledge that. I would say, uh, Virginia, that the first thing um, that you would want to do to be able to to start the process of uh, forgiveness and healing is to ask the Lord to work through your heart to do it. And um, and just say, you know what, Lord, I, I'm I am struggling with this. I'm struggling with this uh, this issue of, of forgiveness, and and I and I know I need to do it. Please give me the grace to to do it. It really begins in the uh, in the grace of God. And what I what I will tell you is that um, the Lord asks us to forgive because. Uh, there will be some benefit to the person receiving the forgiveness and the fact that we've received it from him first. Uh, but I think more importantly, uh, when we forgive, we then uh, have uh, uh, the opportunity uh, to, to, to let it go and to, to uh, begin to experience healing within, uh, within our own heart and to, and to release that and to, and to be free of that, of that heavy burden. And, um, we don't want to pretend that it's easy, uh, but we do have to acknowledge that this is what God has asked us to do. And he will, uh, he will give us the grace to do it. Um, being in the middle of it every day, uh, is, is an extra challenge and, uh, and ask for extra grace to, to, to do it. And, uh, it sounds like you may be experiencing that in your own life, Virginia, and we will, uh, we'll, we'll pray for, um, for you to, to, to receive that grace and to, uh, to be able to forgive even when the other person isn't sorry. Mm. Um, and, and that happens, that happens quite often. It, it actually happens quite often, Virginia. So uh, thanks for bringing that to us. Yeah, for you and for all of us who face that, Virginia, uh, we will be in prayer, certainly, that uh, that can be, that the Lord would place that. And Father, it just points out to me again, you, you said last time that, that forgiveness is an act of the will, and we have to remember, I mean, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane is a perfect example of this, that sometimes what we feel we want versus what we will may be two different things, Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so that's, we, we really, we really need to invite God into the equation and, mm-hmm. uh, it is, it is an act of the will. Uh, it's an act of our, of our nature, but grace builds on nature, right? Yeah, so yeah. if, if grace is building on nature, we want grace to build on, on, on a heart that may be struggling to, uh, to forgive and to respond to what Jesus ask, is asking us to do for our own good, uh, and so we so we ask for His uh, His grace as the catalyst to make all that happen. Yeah, yeah, very good. Well, God bless you, Virginia. May may you continue on and down this road, uh, supported by our prayers, the prayers of all the listeners uh, and the team here at the Inner Life. Let's uh, let's go to now to Cheryl, who's calling in from Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Cheryl, welcome to the Inner Life. Hi, thank you. Um, I'm dealing with maybe what the previous caller was calling about. I didn't quite get to hear it all, but um, I had four children. My oldest passed away when he was 20, 20, 27 years ago. Well, the other two surviving sons, they're married and such, and um, they never would say his name. Now, the last eight years, they ghosted us. And we haven't seen our grandchildren all this time. And I, I, I realize it probably has to do with 
their issues with losing their brother, but all our families support them. In fact, um, our both my husband's siblings and my siblings and my mom. And so we don't get to know anything about them. And so I struggle with the forgiveness because I try all the time. I do those things you just talked about and asking God, but I don't want to go to hell because <laughs> I maybe didn't do enough. I don't, I'm not sure what to do. Yeah, yeah. So are are you are you hang are you hanging on to the to to the unforgiveness yourself, Cheryl? Is that is that what you're telling us? Well, or are you I'm unsure? I'm working on forgiving them all the time because I know it wasn't about me, but yet I don't have okay. a family, so I suppose that's unforgiveness. I, I don't know. Yeah. I I try. I work on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And has there? I mean, just just practically, have there? Has there ever been any conscious, direct communication with you about that, frankly, very radical uh, move that that your sons and their families made towards you in terms of ghosting? No, I don't know anything really about any of it. And there's, you know, I tried many times coming to them and extend the olive branch. It was easier eight years ago than it is now. And even with our siblings, too, I'd be like, you know, oh, you know, could you please help me or, you know, but there's nothing. I don't know anything about what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds like a very extreme, uh, extreme case. And I'm sorry if, uh, about what you are going through and what your what your family is uh, is is going through. Um you know, there's there are there are prayers for there are prayers for healing within uh, within families, um, and I think that uh, uh, the the sense the sense that I'm getting is that something is something's in the darkness. There's there's something in the uh, in the darkness within within your family, and uh, asking asking the Lord to bring that to light will be the will be one of the the first and most important steps in. Uh, establishing uh, a, a potential reconciliation and, and forgiveness, uh, but I would also I would also suggest Cheryl that um, uh, you uh, respond in the in the same way that uh, that we asked uh, Virginia to, and that and that is just asking God for the grace in your own heart to uh, to, to forgive. And when there's ambiguity and uncertainty about what exactly it is, you know, obviously there's there's this act of, of ghosting and um, separating from family and, and and all those sorts of things uh, that 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 surround it. There's there there's something below that, and it's the it's the root of that 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 has to be uh, that has to be uncovered and and exposed. Um, but even if you don't know. You want to ask the Lord for the for the grace to uh, to forgive the the these these very very hurtful uh, things and wounds that have happened to you in your life. Mm. Yeah, thank you, Cheryl. Thank you for the call, and uh, again, our prayers for you as well. And Father, it does bring up a, a, a great point. I'm thinking of a paragraph out of the Catechism now too, and saying that there is a link between our forgiving of others and the forgiveness that we receive from God, right? Absolutely, absolutely. In the Catechism, they re, uh, it reminds us that uh, our our lack of forgiveness closes our hearts to to living a, a fully charitable and loving uh, loving life. Um, 
uh, what is the that sort of colloquial phrase? Um, uh, withholding forgiveness is uh, uh, like trying to um, poison another person by keeping the poison in yourself. Right. Some, something Drinking to that. poisoning, expecting the other one to die or something it, like right, that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Something, something, something right. to that effect. But I think, but I think it's really true. You know, when we, when we hold on to these things, um, uh, it really, it, it stunts our own growth in, in, in the Lord. Uh, and, you know, and I, I think a lot of people, and this is probably a good place to, to get into it, uh, Patrick, but uh, a lot of people fear that somehow if they forgive, they're letting somebody off the hook. Yeah, right. And, and, and so they want to hold that thing, they want to hold that in, in order to hold this over somebody's head. And, you know, the truth is that it only, it only makes us more, more miserable when we, uh, when we withhold that. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to me that if we're, if we're another thought that I sometimes have is that if I forgive this other person, then it's like, I'm, I'm not acknowledging the deep hurt that's inside or I'm not, you know, it, I'm, uh, in some way I'm, I'm denying that or I'm perhaps, yeah. uh, you know, but in actuality, what I'm hearing you say, father, is that actually in offering forgiveness, that's where the hurt begins to heal. That the the uh, the words of forgiveness are the are the first step to mm. to healing and and potential reconciliation, Patrick. Absolutely, um, absolutely unequivocally. And yeah. so, man, good stuff, good stuff. Got a few lines open. If you have a story of a way that you have offered forgiveness and seen the fruits of that forgiveness, uh, that has played a, a great role in your spiritual life in your in your friendship and the reconciliations that you have give us a call join the conversation 888-914-9149 or if you have a question about how to offer forgiveness speak with our spiritual director father tom wilson from the archdiocese of saint paul in minneapolis down there in lakeville at all saints um, he is guiding us through our discussion on forgiveness we got to take another short break um, but we'll be back with more of the inner life right after this so stay with us this hour is sponsored by St. Gregory Recovery Center, helping you or a loved one live a substance-free life. Information at RelevantRadio.com Gregory. That's RelevantRadio.com Gregory. Welcome back to The Inner Life here on Relevant Radio on RelevantRadio.com and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Patrick Conley. My thanks to Nick Centovich, our producer, and Thomas Engeser for taking your phone calls, and our spiritual director, Father Tom Wilson, from All Saints Catholic Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. So grateful that you have joined us today as we're speaking about forgiveness. Father, let's go back to the phones. We've got Hillary, who's calling in from Virginia. Hillary, welcome to The Inner Life. Hi, thank you so much. Hi, Father. Um, I've I have um, an ongoing separation with my husband, and I've um, he's got internal problems and drug problems that kind of culminated in this separation, and he's just um, done a lot of horrible things to me, um, and I've always forgiven him, and I've worked hard at that, um, and it's it's occurred to me lately, even though I'm not out of this, um, I've I've never gotten angry, and I've never, I really haven't harbored a lot of anger or hate or any of those emotions and this is one of his critiques so i'm wondering how do i you know how do i reconcile the things that are unjustly done to me and how do i recognize that is there something wrong with me that i keep forgiving um 
and keep trying to you know push us through this when really he's been the one that's like, well, why don't you just get mad? Um, and so I, I just I just keep keep forgiving, keep trying to move forward, no matter if I think he's going to quit or not. So I just feel like maybe I'm maybe I'm part of the problem. Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a very good question, Hillary. Thanks for thanks for calling. I I think that there are um, uh, my I, I'm not are just just for clarification are are you guys are you in a, a situation where you're trying to trying to reconcile that you're in a process of trying to to reconcile or I've always been trying to reconcile. I've never, okay. you know, he's threatened okay. me with divorce papers a couple times. Um, you know, I think that he always had that fear, but I've never, I've never once considered leaving and not really until a couple months ago, did it come to the point where, where the, you know, law got involved and, and took him and separated him. Okay. Um, so there was, there isn't really that threat in my mind and in my heart and in my intention um, but you know, he keeps, he, you know, he's moving even farther away and, um, he's kind of doing the bare minimum to, to help himself along on the court mandates and, um, doesn't seem to be really taking the offenses and the abuses, um, as seriously as he could. Uh, so I, I pray for that. And I, I pray for a lot of things. Um, and I keep my hope up and, and I, I view forgiveness as a big part of that, um, but maybe it isn't. Maybe it isn't enough. Um, or maybe I'm missing something. Just kind of being blinded by my goal to forgive and my goal to yeah. be um, patient. Yeah. Well, that's. Um, yeah. That. Thanks for. Thanks for that clarification. I. I, I think th- um, uh, Hillary and I. I just have to qualify. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm a priest and a spiritual advisor. I'm not a. I'm not a counselor. Um, uh, but it might be. It might be helpful for you to get some. Uh, some some faithful Catholic Christian counseling to uh, to kind of go over some of the, some of the things because um, obviously what you're what you're dealing with uh, is a is a situation where where obviously obviously you need you need to forgive but there's also a lot of of, of organic and and psychological and probably spiritual um, issues going on that that have to be that have to be addressed in the uh, in the other party here. And and when you're in the middle of that, it's good to it's good to seek out and get some get some help for uh, for yourself. Um, uh, your forgiveness, uh, we pray, will eventually be a catalyst for him to uh, to do what he needs to do uh, to 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 respond to his own wounds and and, and get healing in his uh, in his own life. Um, you're heroic in forgiving. Uh, but I think that there's also a, um, uh, a, a tempered reality to, to, to recognizing that the other person has to, um, has to accept and, and also has to, has to do the, the, the work of pursuing healing himself as, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't, I, try to try to dodge that temptation that thinks that somehow if you don't forgive it will be maybe it will be better because it might force him into doing something and 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 all that sort of thing um uh but in your forgiveness and your love uh the encouragement to him to do to do what he needs to do 
is, is important too. And just inviting, inviting God into the, uh, into that, that, that tension that you're experiencing right now, but, um, continue with the, continue with the forgiveness. And, um, if there, it, it does sound like there might be some, some emotional component on, on your end that, that you might do well to, uh, to get addressed by, by somebody who has the, the time and the expertise to, to help you with that. Yeah, thank you, Hillary, for your call. Uh, and Father, one of the things that just caught my ear as you were responding to Hillary in, in uh, a tense situation, certainly, is forgiveness as a catalyst. And that makes me think of, you know, the woman who's been forgiven much loves much, or, or the one who has been forgiven mm-hmm. much loves much. But I know that there are people, some people we will struggle, perhaps all of us from time to time anyway, will we'll struggle with forgiving ourselves or actually receiving God's forgiveness. So can you speak a little bit about that? What's How do we receive God's forgiveness? Yeah, it's receiving God's forgiveness, Patrick, begins with trusting that he really does forgive. Um, that he wants uh, he wants us to experience his mercy. We go through the the, the Lenten season, and then a week after the first uh, Sunday of Easter, Easter Sunday, we, we're into divine mercy, and the whole uh, the whole communication in that divine revelation from Jesus to to Saint Faustina is really about his his. Uh, longing and desire for everyone to to receive uh, his his mercy, and of course we live in uh, we live in that sort of that that, that tension and that extreme that uh, that that suggests that either we cannot be forgiven or we have nothing to be forgiven for, and mm-hmm. it's like you know what it's it, there's a there's there's a medium in there uh, recognizing our own need for forgiveness, but also recognizing that God. Uh, in his love and his deepest desire wants us to uh, to lay our claim on on his mercy and uh, a lot of it a lot of that I think Patrick is 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 kind of emotionally driven you know if what we've done has really hurt people um, and we 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 battle that uh, that we've hurt people and and maybe even see some of the results of that uh, it can be very very difficult but um, our our willingness to our willingness to receive that 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 mercy and trust uh, in humility, frankly, that our sin isn't greater than God, mm-hmm. uh, can allow us maybe to be an instrument of, of of healing not just of ourselves but the people around us. Well, good good thoughts, especially as we started the show, especially for this Lenten season, just something to be convinced of time and time again that the Lord is is uh, always eager and anxious to forgive us. I mean, he went to his he went to his cross for for just that. So, grateful for that. Um Hillary, thank you again for the call. Let's now take a call from Tom, who's been waiting patiently in Cookville, Tennessee. Tom, thanks for calling in. Welcome to the Inner Life. Tom, do we have you? Okay, we might have we might have lost Tom there. We'll see. Tom, are you with us? Okay, I guess we I guess we lost Tom there. But um, uh, well, let's turn to an email then that's come in from uh, from Mary, uh, who has said uh, she has made a point to forgive a person each day this Lent this Lenten season. Um, anything that she felt she needed to give forgiveness for and. Um, 
whatever reconciliation was possible. She said she prayed about these individuals every day and was surprised that she could come up with 40 of them so easily. I think that's a that's a great point. What do you think about that as a Lenten discipline, Father? That is a fantastic Lenten discipline. I, I think this is the first time I've ever heard of it, uh, but it is absolutely a, a, a magnificent um, spiritual exercise to do. And uh, for, for Mary to... Um, uh, to be humble enough, frankly, to acknowledge that that there's that much out there, and being courageous enough to uh, to, to to face it is a is a tremendous exercise of of healing on on her part. Uh, if we had her on the line, I would uh, I would ask her how she's doing that the the, the prayers right. obviously, uh, but if she's actually if she's actually doing it in a uh, interpersonal relationship with with people, or and um, you know how she might be might be dealing with that part of it. It's not it's not absolutely necessary, uh, but it would be interesting to to hear uh, yeah. if if she's she's actually reached out. But um, the, the the truth is, and for those of us who are getting long in the tooth and such. Um, uh, we probably could easily come up with 40, yeah. 40, 40 situations and people that, that, that we need to, that we need to forgive or forgive more deeply and completely and wholly. And, uh, and so, um, uh, if, if Mary's listening, thank you for, uh, for bringing that out and, uh, sharing that with all of our, with yeah. all of our listeners. Cause I think that is a terrific exercise and absolutely yeah. terrific exercise. It's very good, Mary. Thank you for the email. Appreciate that. All right. It looks like we have Tom back here now from Cookville, Tennessee. Tom, welcome to the inner life. Thank you. Thank you for your program. Uh, I've got a question about Leviticus uh, 19 verse 17. You shall not hate your fellow countrymen in your heart. You shall surely reprove your neighbor but shall not incur sin because of him you shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the sons of your people but you shall love your neighbor as yourself i'm the lord and then of course uh jesus addresses he says if your brother sins against him against you uh, rebuke him you know and so i just wondered uh the relationship between and this is a confession that that i'm i'm a, i'm not a good a confronter you know, and there's times where I need that God's word says that I need to confront people sometimes. So I just want to know where that comes in. You know, if you could mm. speak to that a little bit. Yeah. What's well, the I'll difference say, there, Father, between forgiveness and uh, reproving uh, a brother? Yeah, or a that is a that is a terrific question, Tom. Thank you. And you 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 deal with a, with an issue that um, often it gets gets linked in with the whole process of forgiveness, and that's the you know that's the reality that, that 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 people are maybe acting outside of of what Christ is asking us to do, uh, and uh, in our in our call to to respond to that, uh, it's a hard thing. It's a it, it is a very very hard thing, particularly in the in the culture in which we live, in which uh, uh, I mean essentially the socially and and, and publicly we we have. We have carte blanche to do almost anything, uh, uh, and 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 so uh, being able to uh, being able to, to to confront it and confront maybe is a is a harsh word because it sounds very negative, uh, but to but to deal with it in what what we in the in seminary formation used to call fraternal charity and fraternal correction, uh, and a lot of that time I think 
really uh, it really depends on the relationship. And I think the the closer someone is to our inner circle of, of relationships, uh, the greater that responsibility is for us to uh, to work in in fraternal correction. And, and fraternal correction can come in the in the context of, of forgiveness. Somebody somebody has said something. Somebody's been uh, been rude or gossiped or, or whatever, and we find out about it. And uh, yet, you know, I, I, I forgive you for doing that, for saying that. But it's not something you should be doing. Don't I mean, don't do it. Don't do it to me, and don't do it to anybody uh, anybody else. And I'm sharing that with you because I love you. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love you and I, and I want you to uh, experience the, the, the grace that God desires you to, to experience and, um, and, and live a, a healthy and holy life. So, yeah. uh, Tom, most of us aren't good confronters, especially in the Midwest. I don't know quite <laughs> what it's like uh, down in your neck of the woods, but yeah, you we're, got that right. we're, we're, we're really bad at it. And then when we do, we do it badly. So, right, right. Um, well, I'm so, hearing a little bit of the uh, yeah. neither do I condemn you, but go and sin no more. Well, Father, we've reached Amen. the end of our hour. So if you would, we'd, we'd love a blessing from you, please. Certainly. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Almighty God, you who sent your son Jesus into the world to reconcile us to yourself, continue to pour down your blessings of healing, mercy, and forgiveness upon them upon us and as we receive them uh, may we share them with others we bless all those who have taken time to participate and listen today the father the son and holy spirit amen father tom wilson thank you for talking about forgiveness tomorrow we've got cooperating with the holy spirit here on the inner life but coming up next of course is the holy sacrifice of the mass with father matt seminar thanks for joining us here on the inner life look forward to next time and until next time grace and peace